Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Early one morning while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck at loving 44 beneath my head. Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the studio, and welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and thank God it's good to see you across from the table from me, sir. Otto. It's been a while, man. How's it going? It's going well. Good, man. Good, good, good. Can't complain. Wouldn't do any good. Right. Um, I'm pretty bummed out. I'm pretty bummed out on Norm McDonald's passing. He, he was, was hilarious, Dude, man. he was so dry and so... Like spot on, always his timing was awesome. Always, I mean, he was he was hilarious, and so lost him. He had a long battle of cancer, I believe, and uh, it finally caught up with him. So, unfortunately, uh, I mean, he's a funny dude, he'll be missed. Him playing Burt Reynolds on SNL, dang it, yeah, (laughs) Jeopardy, Jeopardy. (laughs) it's so good, it was good. (laughs) And I always liked the Sean Connery character, it was good too. So, but yeah, man, uh. You know, rest in peace, Norm. We're going to miss you. Speaking of comedy shows, I know, pour one out for my dad, Normie. Uh, speaking of comedy shows, we had our comedy show the other night over at Dark Side to raise money for Alzheimer's awareness. And it went pretty well, man. It went well. So I think we had about 45 people show up. And uh, I didn't get any rotten food or beer poured on me, thrown at me, nothing like that. So That's always a plus. I guess it was t- I was tolerable. Uh, well, I watched it after you showed me where it was at on Facebook, and those were, I mean, those were some great guys, man. Y'all yeah. did a great job. We did. We pulled it together, yeah. like, really quick. So, But I have to thank John Tan, uh, John Dantimo uh, knows most of those guys. So he was able to help us pull some folks in, some talent in. And, uh, of course, Ed, Ed's, Ed's a funny motherfucker, dude. He's just he funny. So I really hate it that Ed missed this episode uh, because this one is right up his alley. So We'd be in stitches. But we are going to, uh, we're going to carry on. Ed had to, I think they got a little shorthanded at work, and so he had to go in and fill in somebody's shift. So, yeah. So, Ed, we're thinking about you, man. Let's turn into, like, love lines. Love lines. B98.5. What is up with my voice? <laughs> Sexual. What color of panties are you wearing? I'm not. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing crotch of Spider-Man pajamas. <laughs> I'll be sitting over here with this jar of peanut butter and Peppy, my <laughs> bug. We're gonna we're gonna Netflix and chill. <laughs> he just gonna keep licking till that peanut butter gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it wrong? Is it wrong? If you close your eyes. <laughs> well, uh, that sounds bizarre, but probably not as bizarre as the story I'm about to tell you because it is time. 
for today's What the Florida. And today's What the Florida, we are coming to you from Miami. <laughs> it's so good. It's we so did good we promoted it twice. So get out of here. Okay. All right. We got to hire a monkey to mash the buttons for me. He's got to be better than me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, got to be better than me. Uh, an alleged Florida foot sniffer is arrested. Foot sniff? I mean, you just can't have a good time anymore. I, I, I don't get people's attraction to other folks' feet. I don't either. I don't even like to look at my own. So, uh, Police say they've arrested a man days after complaint that someone was spotted crawling under library tables and smelling feet at Florida International University. Okay. Is that the Rattlers? Uh, is it? Is it, it, it? I think it might be. It is. All right, y'all, 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 fact checkers on that. I don't know. <laughs> Miami Dade Police. How many stories have we done from Miami Dade? You know that them guys are sitting in the car, and they, every time it comes across the radio, they're like, "Roll the dice, Let's yeah. see what we got." Today. Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> it literally is an eight ball with a bunch of dumb shit in it. They just shake it up, and they'll be like, "Oh, a sh- sniffer, <laughs> let's roll." A methamphetamine induced uh, rattlesnake. <laughs> so. Um, Miami-Dade police say 52-year-old Eddie Wan was arrested Tuesday and charged with a violation of a sex offender, fleeing and eluding police, reckless driving, aggravated assault, and resisting without violence. How do you resist without violence? I thought resist. Maybe. Resist means you got to, yeah, I don't know how they did. They maybe told him to stop. They did. Maybe they were afraid to touch him. I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, FIU police had previously released a notice warning students that a man was spotted under a table at a campus library August 29th, along with a description and a photo. Authorities say the man was matching the description was spotted Tuesday on a scooter several miles from the campus. Officers attempted to... Stop him in a traffic stop, but the man fled, eventually had crashed, and was arrested. It didn't say high speed, not on the scooter. I'm no, they, they kind of had to rule a high speed chase out. So uh, I need a roadblock for a scooter. They probably had one of <laughs> those. Calling the choppers. It was, a, it was a canvas bike cop probably chased him down. So On his huffy. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was like a, what, a wish, a, what is it, wish list Ted Bundy, if you will. He... Uh, he just was there sniffing feet in the uh, university libraries. He wasn't actually there to kill anybody. So I want to see the tables because it's not like you can secretly get under one and then not notice. What do you do though? Like, I mean, you're just sitting there minding your own business, and you, you hear you, you you feel something <laughs> on your foot, and you look, and there's like nobody sitting across from you, and then you're like, "What is that?" And you look down, and you, fucking Ed Wine is down there. Sniffing between your toes. Eddie, get off my shoes, son. Eddie, what is what are you doing? I told you the first time was free. <laughs> Apparently weirdos, there's there's so many weirdos in the world and my very first job I had I worked at Chick-fil-A and uh we had a dude working with us and uh I won't say his name. But uh he was he we had just hired him and he was like really religious and he was telling us about all these great things that he had done with the church and which is a dead giveaway that somebody usually is a real piece of shit uh if they if they're coming at you hard like that um and i was right he was a real piece of shit because he was up front we were taking people's orders it was during lunch and one of our we were inside of a mall so one of our main customers that worked at belk she always came up at lunch all the time so she came up and she stops and she looks at that guy and she looks at me and she goes is 
that guy working here? And I was like, yeah, we just hired him. She was like, where's your manager? And I said, he's upstairs. Let me go get him for you. Because I had to, I was dying to know what was about to get said. And uh, sure enough, the guy had been kicked out of Belk. Was it Belk or Profit? I can't remember. Anyways, he was kicked out and uh, arrested because he was going into the women's dressing rooms and looking underneath the stalls and jerking off. Oh, it's so, trifecta. But he got a job at Chick-fil-A. No background check back then. No, it was uh it was a come as you are. Just don't come on the waffle fries. <laughs> so keep my nuggets out of your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. This now uh this this episode's explicit. It's so, especially off the rails early. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. So um if that couldn't get any stranger, you know, we uncovered a story not too long ago about uh, the activity of dolphins and how disturbing uh, of a creature that is. Well, would you believe that in the 60s, the CIA and NASA funded a project, uh, and we'll just call it the dolphin who loved me, <laughs> not the spy that shagged me or nothing like that. Um, we're going. <laughs> key point to this story, there was LSD involved. There was LSD and dolphin sex, if you will, and it wasn't dolphin on dolphin sex, so... Let's dig into this. Let's go ahead and dig in. So there was a 23-year-old lady named Margaret Howe Lavat. Who was not hard to look at. No. Let me go ahead and say that. She was asked to teach the English language to a male dolphin. Oh, yeah? On the surface, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the 60s, we're trying to teach everybody to speak our language. Right. Well, it just so happened that there was a man named Dr. John C. Lilly in 1961 who wrote a science fiction novel named Man and Dolphin. (laughs) And somehow he convinces a laboratory to establish a lab named Dolphin Point. And it was equipped with a pool for three dolphins and a workspace for training and research. The lab attracted the attention of Margaret. Margaret. Margaret comes on in. She's going to teach the dolphin English because, hey, the dolphin's brain's 40% bigger than a human brain, and dolphins have human responses to pain and anger Mm -hmm. and can understand the language to a fair degree. So, hey, it's right up her alley. And the director, Gregory Bateson, said that she was going to be appointed as the lead teacher. So, still, nothing out of the ordinary. The dolphin house was flush with seawater to enable Margaret to live with the male dolphin, Peter, and two female dolphins. They named the dolphin Peter. Peter. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Charles, just hang on. It gets worse. Yeah, it did. (laughs) I got a feeling we're going to wear that one out. (laughs) The water on the first floor was shallow and, and... uh, convenient for the interface between Peter, the other dolphins, and the lady, Margaret. Mm-hmm. There was a desk hanging from the ceiling that was dry so that she could keep her stuff on. And then there was a hanging mattress w- surrounded by shower curtains where she could rest. And uh, I'm trying to get a, vi- a visual. I want to know how they convinced her that she's got to live in there. Was she the one taking LSD? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Margaret. That explains a whole lot. 
a lot. And I, I stopped myself, but I'll go ahead and just say it because it, it ties in. Margaret whacks off her hair. <laughs> and you know, she's whacking off <laughs> because she's living in a... <laughs> She's living in a semi-aquatic environment. Oh, she's living on canned food. It's like a terrarium of debauchery. She's in there for 24 hours a day for 10 weeks. Yeah. How does she keep her? But she's on LSD and canned food. Yeah. I mean, I bet there's SpaghettiOs everywhere. (laughs) There was, too. There's all kinds of damn artwork on SpaghettiOs and feces, probably. So the dolphin was trained to mimic a given set of human sounds, mm-hmm. and Margaret taught the dolphin, Peter, to greet her with the sound of Hello, Margaret. <laughs> Hello, Margaret. <laughs> Sounding Is that a Conway Twitty song? Oh, it's darling. Hello, darling. <laughs> Sounding M was not easy for Peter. Because he's a fucking he's dolphin. He's a fucking dolphin. <laughs> he doesn't have lips. Now, here's what's even worse. Margaret painted her face white and her lips black so that her lip movement could be seen by him and he could maneuver his blowhole accordingly to mimic a sound. <laughs> Peter worked hard to get that M sound. He did. He was, uh, he was... Pete, calm down, Peter. So dedicated was Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> Let's go have it. <laughs> And a dolphin. (laughs) They had a mutual admiration. And finally, love sets in. It happened. But there was some sexual overtones. There was. Now, Margaret emphasized that the attraction was one-sided from Peter to her. And she was not sexually attracted to him. She just friend-zoned him, basically. Yeah. So, they ate, lived, and played together. Played together. And gradually, Peter decided that he wasn't going to be obedient and turned adventurous and mm-hmm. naughty. No. He said, enough of this cock teasing. <laughs> We're going to move this relationship to another level. So, when she would say, all right, it's time to work, he would counter with, no, it's time to play. And Margaret rested on her hanging mattress. Peter would swim around and splash water on the shower curtains, calling her down for company. They played together as a routine in the morning at 10 a.m., but Peter decided more playtime at 12 and 3 was in order. He was fed a fish diet. That sounds like a weekend at my house when the kids were gone. Now, to play, she would throw the ball and towels, which the dolphin would bring back and chase around. Peter got hooked on watching TV with Margaret and was making progress in his language skills. So we're just looking at, this is the beginning stages of Netflix and chill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So So he's six years old and he's in his sexual prime. Yeah, of course. Of course. He loved rubbing on Margaret and biting her toes gently. (laughs) gently. That's terrible. (laughs) Oh, he would, at times, during the middle of the night, yell, Hey! (laughs) And throw water on her bed, forcing her to get up early to feed him. And if she didn't touch him, he would sulk, and he would yell as she tried to start the lesson. So he's yelling at her as she's trying to teach him how to say words. This thing ain't gonna beat itself! (laughs) He could say ball a lot. (laughs) 
And he felt annoyed when Margaret was on the phone and she ignored him. It sounds a lot like my house too. Sometimes usually one on my phone. So the female, the two female dolphins, I guess, are in season. And Peter's like, "Nope, no interest here. I'm gonna play with my ball and I'm gonna hug them toads." That's right. So, so Margaret had kind of the way she looked at it was, it was like an itch that needed to be scratched. That that was. <laughs> That they couldn't get anything productive done until she uh, gave Peter's Peter a little attention. So he would roll over and put his belly and his genitals on her till she fondled him. T- until she fondled him. How about you just keep saying no like a dog when he gets up? Yeah, I'm not touching you, pee pee, Peter. Yeah, I, I think. Oh, and they also. This is even more bizarre. They also said that it was never done alone. It wasn't anything um, perverted about it. That she would do it to, she would uh, <laughs> jerk the dolphin off in front of people so it didn't seem awkward. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jerking a dolphin off isn't awkward. I don't do care how many people's in a room. It's if, still awkward. If you're jerking off a dolphin, it's awkward. Just the, a news flash there. She says that she was told that if she didn't masturbate the dolphin, she would lose her job. I've been like, fire my ass. Is that, is there a, I want to see the HR handbook when it comes to sexual misconduct. How can you tell, how can you tell, how many, how can you tell somebody, yeah, we're going to, if you don't jerk this dolphin off, we're going to fire you. You're going to lose your job. I'm at a loss for words to be, (laughs) to be honest with you. I mean, I don't even, none of it makes sense until you start talking about LSD. <laughs> and then it's like, it all kind of starts making sense. So the way it is reported through a veterinarian doctor, six weeks into the 10 week thing, Peter decides that jerking the gherkin is not what he needs and he commits suicide he does it, well the the project was coming to an end and so she stopped having re- relation like relations with this the animal and she she left she left the uh the living quarters if you will she stopped staying with the dolphin uh and he became so depressed that he wouldn't eat and it got to <laughs> such a dire situation that he swam to the bottom of the tank and drowned himself. He wouldn't even have sex with the females, and they tried to introduce yeah. even more females. Yeah. So this lady, who has fulfilled her duty, her job, um, we should have tried to get her for an interview. <laughs> She's still alive? I don't know. I mean... I don't even know anybody that could get her any LSD, but I'm pretty sure she'd be down for it. I mean, if she's down for jerking off a dolphin, she's probably down with uh, doing a podcast about jerking off dolphins. I don't know. So, again, she's she she looks at it as an itch that needed to be scratched. Yeah, that's the way it's reported that she just... I still, it doesn't go into, and I don't guess she's ever let it out of what, at what point during your job do you think, okay, this dolphin's rolling over, I should just reach down there and rub one out for him. 
That's you're teaching him English. Yeah, not not sex, sex. education. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it. Just every single bit of it, and and if you look at these pictures, and I'll post some of them on our social media, um, it is the most bizarre setup that I have ever seen. I mean, you got this lady; she's sitting there, you know, she's got on a a black looks like a black sweater and a white skirt sitting in a chair that's in the water and she's on the phone at a desk in the water and this dolphin's like at her feet going again it ain't gonna beat itself get off that phone i need you down here (laughs) do you want me to say a word how about what does this sound like that means rub it that means rub it if you hear that noise come out of my what do they they blowhole blowhole that means rub it this ball is not doing it. I bet he's over hunching that ball too, and the towels. I wonder what else he hunched. I, I mean, wonder if it just it stopped that, with. Uh, no, it said that in the article that I read that he would. It started off with him gently biting her toes, so he had a foot fetish. He needs to move mm-hmm. to Miami Dade. Yep, he would rub his, He would rub himself on her knee or her feet or my hand because he realized that the knee and the foot couldn't grab. <laughs> so definitely needed to work his work it to the hand. He moved up from the foot and the knee to her thigh where her hand would rest and then figured out, the, like you said, the hand can grip. G.I. Joe, Kung Fu grip. She said uh, it was a precious thing, which she always carried out with great respect. This lady is fucking crazy. Uh, Peter was, was right there, and he knew I was right there. She continues, it wasn't sexual on my part. Sensuous, perhaps. It seemed to me. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. It seemed to be that it made the bond closer. Well, duh. Not because of the sexual activity, but because of the lack of having to keep breaking. So they had to take a break every time he's like. Getting horny. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, And that's all it really was. I was there to get to know Peter, and that was part of Peter. Peter's Peter. So, um, in, uh, innocent as they were, Lovell's uh, sexual encounters with Peter would ultimately overshadow the whole exper- experiment when a story of them appeared in Hustler magazine in the late 70s. You know Larry Flynn had a field day with that. Hey, are you over there rubbing that Peter on the <laughs> dolphin? I wrote that story all the way, walking a dolphin. I said, that duck. That dolphin said that, he, that Peter wasn't going to rub it syphilator. He don't care about the W sounds. You know he was trying to get in there with some cameras. Like, he was like, he's Can y'all throwing, outfit this wheelchair? Throwing, <laughs> he's throwing money at, at that program, at that program left and right. Get in there with a the camera. Yeah, Lovell says, uh, I think there were two magazine stories on an island at the time, and I went and looked at one, and I found uh, found the other story with my name and Peter and a drawing. Uh, she bought up all the copies she could uh, without them being circulated because it was a bit uncomfortable. The worst experiment in the world I read somewhere was me and Peter, and that's just fine. I don't mind. But that's not the point of it, nor the result of it, so I just ignored it. What was the result, Margaret? <laughs> <laughs> was the result you had blisters on your hand? <laughs> she was carrying a half-human, half-dolphin baby in her he was born with flippers and a gnarly blowhole. <laughs> um, uh, something else being interrupted. Uh, in, hold on. Uh, something else to be 
interrupt the study, Lily also uh, had begun researching the mind-altering powers of the LSD uh, in the early 60s. Wife of Ivan Torres, a producer of the Dolphin movie Flipper, had first introduced them <laughs> to it at a party. John and Ivan Torres were really good friends, says Rick O'Berry of the Dolphin Project. Um, here we go. Uh, and a friend of Lily's at the time. Ivan was financing some of the work on St. Thomas. I saw John go from a scientist with a white coat to a full-blown hippie. <laughs> former actors Jeff Bridges who was introduced to Lily by his father Lloyd Lily's self-experiment with LSD was just a part of who he was uh, John Lily was also an explorer of the brain and the mind and those drugs expanded our uh, consciousness uh, reflects Bridges uh, that's what he was saying there were many uh, there were too many uh, people with his expertise and scientific background doing all kinds of work like that in the 1960s, a small section of a neuro, uh, neuroscience like John Lilly were licensed to research LSD by the American government, convinced that the drug had medical qualities and should be used in treating mental health patients, such as the lady who jerks off dolphins in a pond. Well, here's my thing. Whoever is at the CIA in the 60s is, I think they're sitting like on this big throne and they're smoking weed and they're like, dude. They're smoking weed laced with angel dust yeah. and alien I'm, alien fucking skin flakes i don't know i bet i can get a woman to jerk a dolphin off and they're like no man ain't no way he goes yep lsd and they're like shit and then i swear i think the guys in the cia at the time were like the aliens that abduct people and they just like poking let's see what this does yeah yeah they were probing folks i believe i believe you you may be onto something there we probably shouldn't talk about it any further (laughs) because we're going to disappear uh, John Lilly was annoyed, and nothing happened when he uh, he subjected the dolphins to the LSD. Uh, it's just different species has different reactions, uh, and for the simple fact that it tranquilizers made for horses might induce a state of excitement for a dog. Playing with pharmaceuticals is a tricky business, to say the least, especially when you're dealing with animals. So the dolphin they would inject the dolphins with LSD. Um, uh, they just had no effect on them. Uh, the the LSD had no effect on the dolphin, but obviously it made Peter horny. It, it may it had an effect on a lady who didn't mind jerking the dolphin off. I wonder if she saw cool shapes and colors <laughs> while she was jerking. <laughs> Man, I don't know. But uh, by autumn, nineteen sixty six, John Lilly's John Lilly's interest in speaking dolphin experiment was dwindling. It didn't have the zing. To it as the LSA, LSD did at that time, uh, recalls Lovett of Lily's attitude towards her uh, progress with Peter, and at the end, the zing won out. There's so many. I'm gonna. I'm totally gonna get these pictures pulled up, and we'll get them on social media. Um, Lily's cavalier attitude towards the dolphins' welfare would eventually be his downfall, driving away the lab's director Gregory uh, Bateson. Oh. So John Lilly's cavalier attitude made Gregory Bates and say, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Not the woman. Not in the, the lady having sex with a dolphin, living with it for 10 weeks, 24-7 for 10 weeks. And painting her face and white. And painting her face white and her lips black. That doesn't, that, that's, a, that's okay. That's normal. Yeah. That's fine. That's just normal activity, normal behavior. That's how we teach English. That's how we do it in the public schools. <laughs> uh, at the Miami, Miami lab, Held captive in smaller tanks with little or no sunlight, Peter began deteriorating quickly. After a few after a few weeks of Lovett's uh, 
receive news. Uh, I got the phone call from John Lilly, she recalls. John called me uh, himself to tell me, he said, Peter has committed suicide. Hey, that dolphin reached down there and drowned himself. What the hell are we going to do now? <laughs> maybe he maybe he committed suicide because he didn't have any more drugs or a lady to to satisfy him, his sexual urges. What else did he have to live for? The two, He's just swimming in a fucking circle. The two female dolphins can't rub it like she does. No, they don't have opposable thumbs. <laughs> he didn't have anything to do with that. You might have been better off throwing a G.I. Joe doll down in there and uh, seeing if you could get anything done with it. So... Oh, my God. Rick O'Berry collaborates the use of uh, this word. Dolphins are not automatic air breathers like we are, he explains. Every breath is a conscious effort. So if life becomes too unbearable, the dolphin just takes a breath and then they sink to the bottom. They do not take a next breath. Uh, Margaret could rationalize it, but she was left, uh, you know, here's the great love of his life and he's and she's gone. Uh, was Peter's, they are saying, was Peter's pro- thought process. The great look. I mean, it's like Ed said on the previous episode when we talked about, we touched on this. Uh, he That's the last time he's going to get a piece of human ass. What else is left for him? He reached the pinnacle. He reached the Everything's peak. Downhill. There's nothing left for him to do. No. Have you ever, <laughs> okay, you when you was a kid, and you would just like exhale all the air out of your lungs and then just sink in a pool just to see, you know? That's what that's what the dolphin did. He just said Fuck it. <laughs> and he didn't come back go. Unlike us, he doesn't have that natural reflex to breathe. He did not. But if he was born with opposable thumbs, we would have never known about Margaret. He probably would have said, You know what? I got this. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Hey, girls. hey girl dolphins, come over here. Oh, man, there's still a prejudice that humans have a language which is uh, far and away above any species, uh, Said, but the complexity of the relationship between dolphin signals to each other, we've discovered that they definitely have a higher communication higher uh, communication intelligence. intelligence. Um, actually, I don't have any intelligence, as you can tell by the way I'm trying to read this article. Um, I think Lily's big insight was how intelligent dolphins really are. I think you could have figured all that out without the whole uh, jerking, jerking the yeah, the masturbating the dolphin. I don't think that the CIA went from jerking the dolphin off to thinking, "Hey, we can get them to guard that base down there." That's exactly what it is. They're going to teach them to be like underwater. It's like what is Aquaman do? Yeah, he's got all the sea animals doing all this shit to protect Atlantis. There's that. Uh, there's a, a military base. It's either in Florida or it's got to be Florida. It's got to be. Got to be. It's got to be. Or in the Caribbean. But basically, they've trained these dolphins to. They've got this like steel net around this perimeter so the subs can come in and out. But the dolphins patrol it like security and will attack anything and just beat it to death yeah. with their nose. Yeah. Let's 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 go back to the CIA setting somewhere, doing some serious hard drugs, hallucinating. Come. It reminds me of the basement of that 70s show. Somebody fucking read an Aquaman comic book, and they're like, you know what? I bet if we give these motherfuckers LSD, 
they'll go to war for us. They're all like, no, nah, man. That They're like, no, nah, this LSD ain't working. Hey, get that chick to jerk that dolphin off and see if he'll start you listening know that to white her. Painted face with yeah. her black lips. Paint that bitch's face white. Get her some white lip, black lips, and send her down. Cut there. her hair off. If you want to keep your job, <laughs> you, you gonna will. Rub it. You will. You I'd have been like, oh no. Yeah. What else do you gonna fall back on, honey? Nothing. How are you gonna put that on the resume? <laughs> What's about to say? At what point is that going to help you get the next job? So it says here. How fast can you type? Well, I can jerk a dolphin. I'll no, no, no. I got one even better. How fast can you roll that burrito? <laughs> this was way before What Lowe's. kind of experience do you have? Well, I used to jerk off dolphins. You're hired. Jared Fogle. <laughs> hired. <laughs> I wonder if she's got anything to do with the Chipotle chain. If she don't, she's missing she, her calling. She missed her calling. She did. She did. Churros and burritos. <laughs> she's, she's working at something. She's carniceria. <laughs> rolling out. Yes. Like in hiding. She's in hiding. I wonder if she still paints her lips black for shits and giggles. <laughs> she's like a, a clown that's depressed. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, she's like she's like a depressed clown, like a sad clown now. She's so. just painting her face with black lips. I remember Listen, back in the 60s. We can, uh, we can go ahead... And I'll tell you, you know, we covered some odd behavior of some some animals in a previous episode, and uh, I can give you a little a little bit more back information on a dolphin, which I researched. We already talked about how they would find a female that was ready to mate, and a whole pod of male dolphins would circle it and basically gang rape this female dolphin. For days, for days, for days, like four days. And so for him to like just exclude two female dolphins that were in season. What really was going on in that tank? There was more than hand jobs. Oh, yeah. You know she, she's fingering his blow. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she just, can't eat his ass, but she can tongue, she punch, can tongue, his tongue his punch his blow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder what sound it makes when she tongue punches the. I think it's sending like. <laughs> I know. Uh, and the artist is back. <laughs> oh God! So uh, another thing that I know that uh, that dolphins do is they will rip the heads off of certain fish in the ocean, and they will use that for uh, copulation. A fleshlight. Uh, if you if you know what a fleshlight is. If, you if, don't, you're, if you're underage, don't Google that. <laughs> if you don't, it, take a Pringles can, two sponges, <laughs> and a surgical glove. <laughs> Is that like a foofy in prison? <laughs> what you going to do with that grape jelly? <laughs> that grape jelly. Uh, nothing. You can have it. <laughs> but uh, so they would, they would use decapitated fish in the ocean for uh, sexual gratification. Okay. Well, if it keeps from gang raping female dolphins, I guess let them eat the heads off of them. Yeah. Eat I them mean, fish heads. They... Uh, they are they are some pretty damn brutal animals. Yes, I mean, they, they are. really are. They really are. Yeah. So when you swim with a dolphin, you feel something touch your calf. They not, dude. They it's are, not their fingers. They not. They're they don't have opposable thumbs. It's a it's a dolphin penis, and it's so funny. Like people's like, oh, I'm gonna go swim with the dolphins. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it hug me. I'm gonna hug the dolphin, and that thing's going to town on them. You and people are is. laughing. And I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> You better be glad somebody's there to pull that thing off of you. <laughs> You'd have a raw spot. There, there's like five more waiting their turn, you know. Hey, man, Jimmy's getting it right now. 
Hey, Peter, tell us about that time. Hey, you remember? <laughs> yeah. And we're doing this was for you, Peter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we have gone off the rails. So give me give me a quick assessment of uh, what you take away from this story. What 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 do you take away from this episode? I want to know what she was on before she took the job. I want to know what she got paid. Well, that too, because it had it to had be. to be stupid money in the sixties. Like it had to be something stupid. Yeah, I mean, so in the sixties, you could buy a car for under a grand. So she's probably making seventy, sixty to seventy thousand dollars in the sixties. Hell, she may have been making a hundred thousand. She could have been for ten weeks that you had to. Live and eat canned food? Well, I mean, I was looking at it. <laughs> don't pay what it used to, boys. Don't pay. <laughs> Jerking off dolphins don't pay what it used to. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm just trying to supply my crap. I'm right. trying to provide for my family. Honey, I'm gonna be gone for ten weeks in a semi aquatic. Can you imagine selling that to your spouse? What How are much you, you get paid? That's what the first Or question. if your wife comes to you. And she's Hell, like, no, I got to go teach English to a dolphin. Hell no, no you're not. not. I read I know, a story. Once. I know what she's going to do. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you ain't going to work in no damn dolphin park. You better park. keep your tongue out of that blowhole. <laughs> I guarantee your ass is going to come home to an empty house. And I'm getting half. <laughs> I wonder how many times Margaret had plushy dolphins sent to her house. <laughs> Dude, I'd be that bastard. I would too. I would be. I would be mailing all kinds of nonsense to her. The beanie baby dolphins. I'd be. How many you got? Yep. Can I get a case? I mean, 144. I'm gonna send one, one every other week to your house. So, God Almighty. Well, man, I I don't even know uh, where we can only go up from here (laughs) after this episode. Just like Peter, we reached the bottom. We held on. (laughs) I have I have literally exhaled, and I'm in the bottom of the tank right now after that. So I've never laughed so hard. (laughs) Uh, Man, my face hurts. I I I really uh, was. I was really ready to do this episode. Uh, we just had to find time to do it. So, man, and I appreciate you getting in here and letting us knock it out. So, we knocked I, it out. I, I appreciate you letting us rub this one out. I mean, <laughs> knock this one out. <laughs> All right, everybody, behave yourself and be good to each other, and we'll catch you later. Shot of cocaine and away I run.